Why did you do that? How do you maintain? How do you possibly do that every time? You can edit it out. I trust you. I get it, but like two times in a row, you said something in pre-production where I was like, I'm just glad I haven't. I'm not glad I didn't start recording. All right, yo, it's like super early for us, y'all. It's like it's like two, three in the morning. When we're recording this, when you're hearing this, it's definitely it could be later. You we know? were supposed to be doing this last night, uh, but or you know, like someone was like not able to. Yeah, oh, I threw okay. that slur. Go, go anyway, fingers. I didn't point a finger, but I think it's obvious who the someone is. Only two of us. That's what I'm saying. There's only two people on this podcast. <laughs> right, ever. All right, let's get started. We're gonna start off with uh, just. <clears throat> briefly touching on some of our our takeaways from SmackDown last Friday. Last I don't like Friday. sort of touching on, but you know, I, I get it. Let's go. I don't like it. I don't like the phrase touching on. Anyway, at all, but that's um, fine. Let me let me. Well, let's let's get into the Thunderdome. The overall aesthetic. Do you think it worked? Um, what are your thoughts about? It was that? hella annoying. Uh. It wasn't, uh, it's not that I thought it was going to be anything other than what it was. So I, let, let's say that now. I didn't have like crazy expectations. So I'm not trying to compare it to actual people when I say st- certain things. But I, I just don't like why, uh, I don't see why people would think this that's going to fix. Like, all right, for example, uh, uh, this is another one of the things that I'm like, and then maybe it did because I heard it did like two point something in the ratings. So now I, I do need to leave it alone to some, like SmackDown has some pretty good ratings. Uh, you know, I think I think that's good. I don't know I mean, if that, I don't know what their pre-pandemic range was, they, but I know at least even, they weren't even at two. So if they weren't at two in pre-pandemic, pre-pandemic, yeah, okay. Well, then SmackDown's doing great, if you ask me, with the uh, little Thunderdome situation, because uh, I think I saw Alvarez put like two point something million or whatever. That's the only reason why I followed Alvarez to get the uh, ratings. Then I stopped caring about numbers, so Jeez. I unfollowed Alvarez. What? Two point uh one six eight. So yeah, two point one six, something like that. So so that's what I'm saying. So maybe it did uh improve ratings. I just don't see how uh you know just screens, no noise. Not not that I expect them to let the normal people be able to make noise. You don't want to be in some people's households. <laughs> WWE, you don't want to hear what they have to say audio. But uh like it's just I figured it'd be just like the NBA. But like the NBA fans uh that be on the screen. Don't don't really have any bearing on what I'm looking at. If you see what I'm trying to say, I'm just looking. Mm-hmm. At, I'm looking at the basketball players. I don't really care about the fans when I'm watching a normal basketball game. Mm-hmm. And wrestling, like, like that's, that's why they say wrestling is very unique. It's the only time where the fans' interaction or whatever can kill or be good. I, how many times we talked about it when crowds were alive? Well, it'd be like, oh, this crowd is dead this week on Raw. Man, it's a shame because they really doing working hard. If you see what I'm trying to say, people will say that all the time. Now, since we have no crowd, you don't really have that situation. It's just dead all the time. If you go off uh, noise or the things you're used to, you know, uh, noticing when you're watching. Uh, for example, we watched. I watched a little bit of All Out, the very first one in 2019. I think. Mm-hmm. I think that was. So uh, I watched that one, and it just feels complete. AEW feels completely different with a full crowd of people. Like, imagine some moments. Imagine what we're going to talk about later in this show if that happened with a crowd. The type of reaction, some of these moments that uh, AEW have, uh, you know, graced us with in their short period of time of existing. Orange Cassidy's uh, feud with Jericho, all that stuff. Would have been insane with the crowd. 
So uh, I know it don't compare to that, and maybe I'm wrong, but it was kind of distracting. Uh, the 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 screens uh, they kept switching, which is fine, but no, you know, not. also distracting. <laughs> Because that's what I'm saying. I found myself paying more attention to that than any of the wrestling. Not yeah. that SmackDown was really trying to, you know, break your neck with some great wrestling other than a, uh, here, other than really Jeff and uh, AJ. I don't really remember it being too much of a, a full man. I mean, Lucha House Party and uh, she and them had that. Wasn't that for the tag titles too? Yes. So that was a title match. It, I don't know how long it was, but again, it wasn't that long. like I said, distracted. So, I do I like the visual? I don't know. I, it depends on what they do with it. Maybe I, they can make it good at SummerSlam, but it depends on what they can do with it. I wish they wouldn't focus the hard cam on it and then just keep that shot up there for a long time. And then I didn't like how they kept, like, jump cutting. Or, well, and that's then, just... And then you, even, you even talked about how they tried to zoom in on the monitor, and it's like, no, it's pixelated. It's an LED screen. Right, don't yeah. Like, in. they tried to get, like, uh, I think when Jeff won a title, they tried to get... Uh, Crowd yes. reactions. Spoiler alert, I guess you guys. Uh, but you guys know by now, hopefully. Uh, but by the time Jeff won the title, you know, uh, as, exactly what happened. You know, it's just like a, they tried to zoom in, and then you, they, I guess they forgot that this is not a person's face. You can't just tighten the shot all the way and get the real expression. It's going to be pixelated, like you said. So, yeah, uh, they had maybe, and, and maybe that's a part of it. It's going to be, I think they're going to be there for a little while. So, uh, they're gonna have to get used to it, find little things yeah. that they can do. But I'm I'm not gonna say that I'm a, a fan or not a fan because I understand that WWE is just trying to do whatever they can to make mm-hmm. it as normal as they can. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't really count this in what Stephanie was teasing, what she was saying. Our uh, fans would be involved. I don't really count this as involved because the people are still at home. You they know, hit, what I mean? they hit that crowd uh pop button. Uh, they had no choice though. They had no choice. They also hit the booze, but I, I, they uh, when AJ made his interest, I heard a very a good course of booze, and we all know no matter how he or AJ is, it's mm-hmm. gonna be some people gonna be cheering. Don't don't do that's AJ fair. Like that. That's fair. That's fair. But um, anyway, you know, um, moving it is what on. It is. Moving on. Yep, it was cool though. I'm not. I'm gonna leave it alone. It was cool. Maybe I'm nitpicky too much on the first show. That's that television producing background you got there. Yeah, yeah, that might be what it is. Um, moving on. So, Naomi. Um, decided she wanted to take on both Sasha and Bailey. Um, and who was it? Was that Corey in the ring saying, "Well, you he know, you can always the whole time. Yes. you can always do a beat the clock challenge." And then, like halfway through Naomi's match, first of all, Naomi, why would you want to? Why why would you offer to get yourself jumped? Because that's yeah. what this is. But but then again, I'm gonna tell you why, baby. Because if anything, if Zack Sabre Jr. reinforces anything, not only are wrestlers not this. But baby faces are really the dumbest versions of wrestlers. That's true. That like, exists. Ain't no self-preservation for these folks. They do not think about this. It's all about courage um, and proving the bad guy wrong. And then halfway through the first <laughs> match, I was like, yo, they you they they legit using this to time how long Naomi's matches is. Or are. Matches are. And I don't think that worked out because it was like five it minutes. only equal it's still only equal like six, seven minutes. Yeah, five minutes. So yeah, I don't. That was not a good I, idea. I don't know if they were trying to. If that if that was the case, uh, I, I do think it means something that she beat Bailey. I don't. I'm not sure what it means, especially if Bailey end up losing her belt Sunday. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, well, today now. Today. <laughs> so uh, tonight. So uh, if uh, 
Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, what That's the problem about this. I don't necessarily know what Naomi gained from it. And that's my problem with baby faces in general in it, WWE. In WWE, baby yeah. faces do not have a... They're, none of them are clear. Like, I will give you an example. We're not going to necessarily delve into Sonya and Mandy situation that happened on SmackDown, but... Even that example of Mandy Rose being having second guessing and doing all that, it's still a baby face being unsure of their mm-hmm. goals. Isn't like, like we talk about with Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan don't even know who she is weekly if you let WWE storytelling tell it. Right. But heels are always clear on what they want. Randy Orton, all these people have, you know what I mean? Uh, Agendas. Motives. Exactly. It, it makes sense. So I don't, that's the reason why WWEs have such, like, even when they're guys like AJ are bad guys, they're going to get love because it makes sense. Yeah. What they're trying to do. The baby faces a lot of times make no sense. So yeah, I agree with you 100%. I'm not sure what Naomi, uh, as a character, really got from this situation. It was, it uh, was, I, other than to put more dissension into Sasha and Bailey. That's pretty much the only thing that's really gained. This is what I read into it, and I might be reading too far, but that's perfectly fine. I'll do that. Um, it happens. I think Naomi took a dive for Sasha, you know, former team bad and all that yeah, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Because when Naomi pinned Bailey, Sasha was smiling, and she was over there, like, giving um, Naomi, like, the subtle thumbs up, you know? <laughs> um, also, I guess it's... I told it's, you, it's, it, that's the only thing I can see. Like, you can make the case that Naomi from the jump was trying to, you know... Keep plant more dissension in between. Them. Yeah, yeah. And then um the the outcome of this match. So whoever didn't beat whoever lost the beat the clock challenge would be the person that took on Oscar first. So this means that Bailey is going to be the one to face Oscar first. So I don't know if that means Bailey's going to win or going to lose. Um, I can see, and I I get to my prediction way. later. Yeah, I can see it going both ways. Yeah. When we get to predictions, you'll see what maybe where my mind is going even more. Okay. Uh, before before that though, before we switch, I just want to also add about this situation where Oscar showed up, and it's just even more like Bailey walking by Sasha's prone body instead of picking her up and you know Hell doing man. the thing that they've been doing. It's just it's subtle things that show you that that friendship is definitely going to crack, and maybe SummerSlam is the perfect way for it to come to a head. You know, uh, in more ways, I mean, I don't know exactly what way. That's the beauty of it. But, you know, I think it's obviously coming. But we'll talk about It's a lot of, as a matter of fact, I got a lot of little teased dissension to talk about because. Because Lucha House Party took on um, Shinsuke and Cesaro. I love them, but they need a name. And I don't want it to have anything to do with foreigner. Being foreign. Foreign Affairs? Yeah, I don't like that name. I mean, it's okay. cool, I guess, but it's just like, why does every team just everything? Everything Cesaro touch got to be just branded. We remind you, he's not from here. <laughs> Come on, Saki Cafe. Would they be there? I guess. I don't know if Shinsuke drinks alcohol. Saki Cafe. I was just thinking about that's, you know that's kind of that's kind of borderline. <laughs> No, I was thinking that... Um, Especially I, I, when you add... I don't know if Shinsuke even drinks alcohol. <laughs> it's borderline. He in yeah, chaos. He was in I chaos. Was, Maybe he does mean he take a little sip. They seem to be the drinkers. Because um, I'm just going off Yano nah, and Ishii. Suzuki gonna drink way well, Suzuki drink coffee. So oh, you're talking about Suzuki Goon. Oh, you're talking about the whole group. That's yeah. fair. Suzuki Goon 
gets a lot of alcohol in them. Okay. Anyway, anyway, the no, reason yeah, why I said that. Sorry for the that. New Japan. Uh, <laughs> you know, we take a lot of detours in the New Japan on this show. That's, anyway, okay, that's why going. I said cafe because you know Cesaro has his coffee shop, so it's like the sake cafe. Yeah, I get it. Uh, anyway, foreign affairs or uh, whatever. Let, that's fine. Shisuke uh, Cesaro. Um, they had their tag match. Don't know why this wasn't on SummerSlam. I'm a little disappointed by that. Um, could have been on a pre-show. I'm disappointed. I mean, I'm disappointed by both the matches that didn't make SummerSlam. But I guess I uh, they, I guess the SummerSlam is going to be like the rest of their pay-per-views in this pandemic era, yeah. and maybe not be five hours. So okay. I guess I can give them a it's break. Fair. It's fair. Yeah, I guess I give them a break if the if SummerSlam ended up being shorter. But um, Lindsay ended up getting was it a roll up? Uh, I. Yeah, it was a roll up. It was a roll up. It was the dreaded roll up. It was definitely the dreaded roll up. Definitely the dreaded. Up. And I want to reinforce you guys to all my new listeners. Uh, that noise is not me, you know, saying you trash or saying the finish is bad. That's just that's just my dreaded roll up sound because I lack a, a good dreaded roll up sound. So either way, it go. No, no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't a dreaded roll up. So it was Cesaro. Um, catching Lindsay with the sunset flip reversal. Roll up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was way too early. Sorry, y'all. Done. Yo. We ain't even got rumors, and I'm tripping. But yeah, roll up. <laughs> sunset flip is just a version of a roll up. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, anyway, then we we talked about last week how Kalisto got all jacked while he was injured, right? He came back with an attitude too, apparently. Uh-huh. Ooh. He pushed up on him. I was like, I just oh. thought about it. All right, watch what my brain with. Watch what my brain with. Kalisto. They, hey, they giving us finally some storytelling for the tag team. Like, I know it's going to end up. It's just, it ain't nothing but a breakup angle. That's the only time Vince want to do tag team storytelling. But I think we got something even deeper. Kalisto went away. He was injured. And then somebody gave him some hormones, some steroids. Mm-mm. Something to rip him up. Oh, Something oh, to heal faster. Oh, oh and now God. he got an attitude. You can oh see the God. roar rage everywhere. No, 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 no. I just cracked it. Now, I know what y'all no, no, thinking. No, no, the no. wellness policy and all that type of stuff. That's why they ain't going to call us that. No, 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 They're no. just going to say it's like creatine or something. Speaking of the oh. wellness policy. Oh, sorry. What's up? <laughs> speaking of the wellness policy. Oh, no. Don't bring up this doctor. Nah, I got to do it. I'm clapping Bruh. my hands. Y'all don't see me, but I'm clapping my hands. Okay, moving on to, because, from my crackpot theory. By the way, before we go, before we go to the, before you go to the train, I just want to Say this last thing. I do want Lucha House Party to be disbanded. Please. I'm sick of the party. They shouldn't even be partying no more. It's nothing to party about. It's 2020, you guys. Yeah. So uh, put, was, put the pinatas and stuff away and let them wrestle, please, because they're Kalisto, really good wrestlers. If I was Kalisto, I'd be mad, too. Like, this whole time we was jobbers while I was here. <laughs> right. I get hurt or whatever. Now y'all then, get tag title did shots. You tell me, hold up. We're important. <laughs> right? Please. That's why he attacked them. <laughs> You're like, we're important now. You get rolled up. Okay. Roll up. So on to other business. Now, WWE, SmackDown, Vince, Shane, whoever I need to talk to. If y'all don't put a real physician on this screen and stop showing me this fraud, I swear, I swear. First of all, you were not. You do not <laughs> diagnose anybody's knee by saying, does it hurt right here or does it hurt right here? <laughs> Second of all, you don't say, oh, it looks stable to me, but if you can withstand the pain, then yeah. um, I'll, I'll go ahead and clear you. That's, you. that's I had to pause and just include it, include myself in her rant about this guy because I don't know anything about the technique that she was bringing up. But when you start saying, oh, man, I can tell you still hurting. 
basically. Uh, but if you can if you can fight through it, I'll clear you. Like what kind of logic is that? Just put a brace. Every on athlete you. is gonna be like, oh yeah, if I, I shoot, I can walk, I can play, or I can if I can walk, I can fight or whatever. Exactly. And Guess then, what's gonna happen to most most athletes realistically? They get hurt worse. <laughs> exactly. And then and then we're perpetuating this negative culture of um, just ignore the pain and go out there and fight injured. No, your body and needs then, to heal. I just thought about it, reinforcing this story. Jeff won. Yes. <laughs> so, Jeff so won. basically, they reinforced that you got a concussion in football. You really can walk it off. Also, Jeff is not I'm the person. Jeff that is, wasn't a concussion. Let me chill. Jeff, but anyway, I don't like to bring up like that type of thing. But Jeff is not the person that you tell if you can withstand the pain. Go out there. Cause that's what started like certain addictions, like trying to take. Something I didn't even for think the pain. about it that way. <laughs> I didn't even think about it that way. But that's a great, that's a good point. Also, uh, Jeff Hardy. Somebody take his license is, away. Jeff Hardy is an adrenaline junkie. Of course, he can withstand the pain. The dude didn't sit down for. He didn't do. It took. He wrestled forever. Did a lot of crazy stuff that we all know and love. And then it took. Him breaking his leg on a bike for him to finally sit down for nine months. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the type of stuff. Like, that's how you know. Like, Jeff, of course, Jeff Hart is going to fight if he's aching. And what a good match it was. I enjoyed the match. Two vet. I mean, of course, it was going to be great. That's why I thought it was going to be good at SummerSlam. Just because I, the two veterans, I mean, you put them together and it was genuinely. I, I would have loved this spot at SummerSlam. I would have loved Jeff winning at SummerSlam because it would have been a nice, and genuine, good moment, feel a good moment, and shocking because I wasn't expecting Jeff to win, to be honest, especially when they moved this match to SmackDown. I was like, okay, well, AJ's going to retain. But, you know, a big victory. So, congr- by the way, congratulations to Jeff Hardy because even though they have gave him a crock of, you know what, storylines and just they, they've just berated him constantly – I'm just happy that he uh, is a champion again and uh, a championship he knows so well. So congratulations from that point. Yeah. We're going to move on before I get – let me just finish by saying this. It takes very minimal effort to effort to find an actual doctor that knows what they're talking about. I don't don't know about in a pandemic. In Florida? To be fair. Oh, well, yeah, in Florida the rules are kind of – I don't even care. You can get a plastic surgeon. Get somebody like a, anybody, anybody. Just get somebody that know what what they're what they're telling you. And to but just, it probably would be cheaper. Or just Google it, to dude. Just get old dude to just rub on Jeff Lee. Just Google it, like I. <laughs> no, baby. I'm my, trying to tell you. my intelligence, like everything that I am going to school for, just flashed before my eyes, and it was like. We really got people. I see how people feel when they watch those fake TV shows. I was about to say, most TV shows is not like what you guys do. Anyway. I know. It's, so, uh, that was nasty. Okay. Um, Let's that, move on. So we need we got a new segment, you guys. Dr. Snob. Dang, it went an hour. I was about to say hour. But anyway, uh, yeah, that was us Dr. Snob moment of the show. So Because a lot of normal people probably don't understand nothing you were just complaining about. <laughs> That's what I mean, like regular people. But it, hey, if you if you out there, you got somebody in medical school, or you know somebody out there who been through it, if they 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 would they cringed at that too. They cringe, they cringe. Anybody who know probably cringed at that too. So you know, I didn't even I don't know Jack, and I thought he was doing a bad job. He he, first of all, he lightly touched his knee. He was just like pat pat pat, like you don't just pat 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 somebody's knee. And if it's painful when they're pat pat pat, you can't just. <laughs> That's the funniest part, Jeff Grimison. And he's just like, oh, well, you can go. <laughs> like, right? what are you talking about? Like, he is obviously in pain. <laughs> Even with the brace on. on. <laughs> All right. And um, 
AJ going backstage talking about, you see this? This is where I got hit with a brain. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little was, wound on his mouth. <laughs> he was AJ's B-red. a great loser. He was beat red. All right, let's 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 move on to the to the exciting stuff. The, the, the fresh meat, I guess we should say. Yes, 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 yes. So, well, let's, to be fair, all of this was, you know, it was a nice little setup weekend, weekend of wrestling. It, it was a great weekend. Uh, uh, um, and it's not over, so. It's not. Pushing so, through the final leg. It started off with my boys, private party, taking on forever the revelation. Uh, I guess so. Or fear the revelation. Fear, it, 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 yeah, it could be either. For the but, revelation. But definitely forever the revelation. Uh, from Tully's words himself, by the way. Uh, so I didn't write down any, like, legit match notes. I, I wrote... Takeaways from, uh, from I think most of each segment. So this was my takeaway from this match. Uh, no interests, you know, uh, for a while actually. The first two matches I believe did not have interests at all. Mm-hmm. But like I said, notably, Tully Blanchard managing FTR this week, and of course he played a factor, saving. Uh, I I don't know which one it was, but saving one of them. Uh, I think yeah, I think it was him. I think it was Dax. Dax. But uh, either way, go. He saved one of them uh, from a uh, suicide dive, which kind of gave them the upper hand on private party for the finish. But uh, FTR have a lot of great old moves. We're wrong. You know, uh, I'm wrong. It was was cash. cash? Okay, cool. So I'm sorry. I need to get those names down. I I just refuse to call them the WWE names because I know that. I know that name about them, and I just don't want to call them it. So until I get these names down, which is taking me forever for some reason. I'm a real fan. I know them already. Yeah, good for you. Uh, You are a real fan by comparison. I think you also followed them all on Twitter. I don't. I do not. Okay, you don't? Okay, cool. So I, I, I followed one of them. I don't. That's enough. That's enough, though. Because once you learn the other one, then you know the other one is blank, blank, blank. Fair enough. I, I just I know I know the name now. For, for some reason, Dax do not come up to my. That's his up. real name. Dax Harwood. I know for some reason that don't come up my like I got Cash Wheeler comes up fast, but Dax Harwood does not. Sorry, but anyway, uh, that's that's just my uh old brain apparently. I'm in this, I'm in this tag team thing because I knew Private Party name before you too. Exactly. You always you always get that off. But it, uh, to be fair, uh, like I said, FTR shots, from the, from the shots, addition with shots, the addition to Tully has allowed them to show more of an edge in this match. And also, uh, it makes me wonder what's next. I mean, obviously, they have to have some relationship with uh, Sean Spears in the future if they're associated with Tully, right? And possibly Cody. Oh, but I'm not teasing that yet. We're not getting that level. But they are using Arn Anderson's moves. Cody teased it. He was on Twitter. You know, Cody's Twitter is like final everything, right? No, it's not. Because you know why I want to say that (laughs) nothing he says on Twitter means anything? Because of the Dark Order. We'll get to that later. That's fair. All right. Um, then we had Jurassic Express and the Natural Nightmares versus Butcher Blade and the Lucha Bros. Before that, Moxley and MJF had great promos back-to-back from Champion and Challenger. Uh, they're doing a good job building to that match. I'm very, very hyped. And if they ban the Paradigm Shift, <laughs> uh, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be an interesting twist. But Moxley has already proven he can win in, mo- win in more than one way. Agreed. So, uh, yeah. We'll see how that goes. But anyway, like you said, uh, Lucha Bros and Butcher and Blade uh, versus Jurassic Express and the Nightmare. 
uh, family, I guess. Natural which is, nightmares. Oh, they're natural. Okay, cool. I knew they had to have not Dustin the Natural Roads. I knew they had to have that because, like, I'm like, you know, they got too many monikers. Nightmare family. Nightmare, nightmare sisters. sisters. I, for some reason, Nightmare Collective still comes in my mind. American Nightmare. <laughs> it's just so much, so many nightmares. Uh, but yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> the Lucha Bros. Uh, and the Butcher, I like them together when they team together. They have ready. really, really good. Uh, I don't know which one. So you, you the, need. The I got multiple. Button. I got multiple uh, buttons. The roll up button. Uh, oh yeah, I know. But uh, then go ahead and give the finish. Of course, Jungle Boy rolled up blade. Roll up. A schoolboy, if you will. Roll up. Anytime roll ups are mentioned, they will be accompanied with that sound. Anyway, I want you guys to know. That, uh, I didn't like that a great team like the Lucha Bros didn't necessarily have an angle going on. And then guess what AEW did? Right after the match, Eddie Kingston came out and seemed to be fooling them all. Or at least, either way it goes, he did it. At least he did it in a charismatic way. Like, you're going to be fooled. At least, you know, be, uh, you know, cool about it. Yeah. (laughs) Because he he, he said something that's weird. He was like, why aren't y'all tag champions right now? Even though even though they both both can't be tag champions. That's 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 the fact. That's the fact. Uh but either way it goes, uh I didn't like how they didn't have how it seemed like Lucha Bros didn't have a direction since Del Triangle. But this seemed like they have something now. So we shall see. I can't see. I can't I can't see. Mm. I can't I can't see either because I don't have my glasses on. But I can't wait, which is another one of those then, phrases I use a hundred times a show. On September 5th, right? September 5th, we Mimosa have Mayhem. the Mimosa Mayhem match. I, I laughed at that. It's kind of hilarious. You you mix the bubbly with the orange juice, you get mimosas. That's kind of cool. A large tub of mimosa. Uh, yeah, whoever lands in that loses. 80 gallons. Uh, that's a lot. That's but that's also burn. so much insanity that I'm not surprised. Like, come on now, that's Jericho's style. I think Jericho, if he's going to lose the feud, that'll be a nice way for him to do it. Go into his water, then go away embarrassed. I don't know. Maybe Make Jericho don't album. need to go away. But uh, who knows? But either, either way it goes, Orange Cast has already, in my opinion, been made a star by this. A win or lose uh, September 5th. Uh, this this, this storyline has done wonders for, for the Orange Cassidy brand, which I mm. think is the goal. Mm. So, uh, but hey, Jericho can't do wrong, can't do any wrong anyway. So the Mimosa Mayhem match will probably be something we'll be talking about for for a while. So I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up being, you know, kind of like another match that had a crazy stipulation on it, but ended up being very, very entertaining. So yeah, we'll see. What's up, Brody? Not gonna be happy. First of all, um, the two, the two f words. Yeah, Reynolds and Silver. Yes, their their pose pictures are them without a mask. You know, you know, you have to wear a mask for Brody. Allen's wearing a mask. Yeah, they don't wear. They don't. They actually get to cut, take their masks off. They just and put it right back on when they start wrestling. Well, not not last night. Oh, they didn't. Yeah, not last Ooh. night. At least I don't. I don't think they had the mask on. I don't remember seeing Silver's mask. Uh, I don't even think he brought it out there, actually. But yeah, it but was. Anyway, it, was uh, it was those three versus the elite. The elite, and uh, by Sons the way, I, I, this is my takeaway. AW just love booking uh 
certain matches. Like, all right, for example, the Elite will probably be on the show every other week in some way, shape, or form with a tag team. And not that there's anything wrong with that. They are the Elite. They are probably – that means all Elite wrestling. So, I mean, we get it. But uh, Kenny's descent into being the cleaner is the bigger story out of this match. It was a cool, cool match. But at the end, Kenny grabbed the chair, and he was more in he- unhinged. He was about to powerbomb poor Allen Angels onto the chair until Matt or – I think it was Matt. No, it could have been Nick because one of them left. Either Nick walked towards the stage when they won the match or it was Matt. But uh, either way it go, Nick or Matt. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Nick or Matt took the, chair, took the chair from uh, from the uh, – Moved the chair from the mat so it, the power bomb wouldn't land. So Alan Angels wouldn't land on the chair. But either way it go, uh, that sounds like a Nick thing. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I think it was Nick because it sounded like Nick was telling him, "Come on, man, like chill." And I think Matt, don't care. Matt came down eventually, and, and they uh, they always both stopped him. Back? Uh, he, I, they uh, they both all were selling stuff except Kenny because Kenny was insane. Uh, it's kind of unhinged at the end. But anyway, it's obviously coming, and it's going to be very, very great whenever Kenny finally snaps, like finally officially snaps. Uh, and right after that, uh, FTR planting seeds in Hangman's head, explaining why, uh, you know, I think that's – which one, the ball one is Cash or Dax? Dax. So Dax explained how he faked his injury. So now I should know. Now that I've, I should know now. So, bald Dax, Dax. Yeah, I got you. I got you. No, not go reinforce bald to remember Dax. Duh. Stop. Okay, I got you. So Dax uh, explained that he feigned his knee injury. <laughs> he was faking uh, when they had their uh, big to tag see if he match. Could trust him. Yeah, to see if he could trust him, and he saw the only person who came back to check was Hangman. So he see who what, he could trust. What, After all that mess that he, uh, the elite wanted, was talking. What he wanted him to do, babe? Just leave the match. Apparently, he just want he wanted everybody to carry him backstage. They just say, "Forget the match; it's over." The dark water. That's don't mean I, I don't know what I don't know. I, I agree with you. What was his logic there? <laughs> but uh, either way it goes, it's probably just a terrible way to keep Hangman on their side. Like I said, plant seeds in his head. So again, the inevitable, whatever is going to happen with the tag team titles is going to be. Awesome. We can just obviously tell that's what they're leading mm-hmm. up to something, whether mm-hmm. it's with FTR. And then next week, it's going to be a gauntlet match between all the teams in the top five, I think, mm-hmm. uh, to determine who gets the number one contendership against Kenny and Hangman at All Out. So, uh, yeah, big, great stuff done. Great stuff. Great stuff. Great stuff. Okay, so we got to run through some stuff. So what's next? Next, we had Darby Allen versus Will Hobbs. It, okay, cool. So that match was short. Uh, was what it was. Always great to see Will Hobbs. I think this is his dynamite debut. I'm not it sure. It was okay. So cool. Nice to see the uh, Will Hobbs, the, the big brother, get some time. But didn't get much shine here as Darby pretty much put him away easily. And then after that, Taz, you know, gets the promo. And then we get uh, another Darby Allen, aka we get Ricky Starks doing his a pretty good impression of what Darby Allen uh Bro. basically said when this company started and. Pretty good, great promo by the way. Give very him the microphone. Yeah, he's very good on the mic, man. I really enjoy everything Ricky has had to say so far uh, in his run, and you know, uh, you know, I'm 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 excited to see what's next uh, in that feud. 
Uh, right after that, Sammy Guevara, I think, took us to commercial va- uh, mm-hmm. took us to commercial break the way he usually does with his signs. Picture but, in picture. Uh, yeah, in picture in picture. But uh, as the signs were going on, mm-hmm. it slowly started to turn to stuff that Matt would say. And he realized it. And as soon as he realized it, a chair hit him in the back. Of course, it was Matt Hardy attacking him, kind of getting some revenge for that, that brutal beatdown, exactly, that Sammy Guevara gave him. So uh, it was pretty great. Uh, nice sixth spot to throw him off the stage and for Sammy to land like that. It did look kind of it looked great, but at the same time rough. Uh-huh. So, uh, but we know Sam is young. I think that's the way. That's crazy. I feel bad, but I think that's how we rationalize all the crazy stuff he put himself through. Oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah, you know, some, he's right young. He's cool. He's right yeah, it's something ain't right up there. Um, he's cool. Okay, Thunder Rosa. gotta get my pop exactly. Thunder Rosa. The the great, the talented, that also the NWA women's champion. That company don't exist. You it still exists. It, well, people the check they still can walk around with the belts. Oh, first yeah. of all, this is the first this is not the first time NWA was supposed to be dead. They might come back. NWA had always come back, apparently. So uh I don't know. But she's still carrying around the belt and she's still walking around acting like it's a promotion, so it's a promotion. Plus they need something to do. And I love the involvement of Thunder Rose. Thunder Rose, Thunder Rose versus Sheeta at All Out. I'm hyped, and I just mm-hmm. wished we got more weekly involvement for other uh, for the for wasn't other promos. singles division women that wasn't promos because I know we're about to get right into the women's cup. But I'm just saying, AW uh, could do more. They could do more, in my opinion. But I understand that they're All Out is coming. So far, everything had to do with stuff I that we'll probably or most likely see. On all out, so I'll leave it alone because I, you know, I get that they're just trying to get their the most mm-hmm. important stuff in, but they need to be a little bit more consistent, in my opinion, with booking women's matches. Even if the women's match means nothing on that night, let it happen because it'd just be cool to see other. Fr- they let they let tag matches happen all the time for nothing. If you see mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Yep. So, uh, anyway, it's, it's no it's no uh, big deal. Uh, let's go ahead and let's just get, I'm going to go ahead and start straight from the jump. Let's Who won this match? Diamante and Ivelisse. All right. Congrats to them for winning the Women's Cup. Like I said, didn't want to go uh, too deep into the matchup, but it was very entertaining. They killed her. I popped, they destroyed Brandy most of the match, and I popped for her involvement, uh, for her, uh, you know, I, I popped for QT trying to cheat and uh, step in. It was nice moments. Like, it was part. It was definitely points where I thought the Nightmare Sisters would win uh, the cup. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure we all pretty much thought they were the favorite just based on the fact they were the only tag team presented from the beginning as a tag team uh, other than, I guess, the Swole. But the, either way, the, the Swoles, as I was going to call them. Sisters. The Swole Sisters. Uh, but either way, it go, uh, to be fair, uh, the entire tournament – uh, in my opinion, was a great preview for a future women's tag division. Uh, either way, uh, if either way if that happens or not, it's a good idea. Uh, the Swoles and Anna J and Tay Conte would be great. You know, teams that you could you know make put a division with Ivelisse and Diamante be a great team that you can start the division with the Nightmasters. That's great four teams right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you really want to think about it. But like I said, we need more consistent women's storylines and women's matches. For AW in general, first mm-hmm. before I think that they should start on a whole new division because they haven't really, even in my opinion, fleshed out the singles division. Like people like Diamante and Eva Lee would be great. Uh, well, I know I know Diamante already had a shot, but like some of these girls are that great for shots for against Sheeta. So it wasn't again, it wasn't even for the title. So 
they, they that'll be great singles competitors in my opinion to throw in the mix too. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, they gotta get that together first before they can do a tag division. But anyway it goes, congrats to Eva Lease and Diamante. All right, and the main event of the evening was the TNT championship match. We had Cody versus Mr. Brody Lee. And Brody Lee squashed him. Wow, what an ending to this show it was. It was just such a such a great ending. It was a dark order takeover. That is the way, in my opinion, you make some you make people take uh the dark order series. Like some people were still in the unsure because they didn't like the way things started. And Brody Lee made a great point about how people like you know, see he, he used Tony Giovanni as the example, but he made a great point about how some people took you know Wrote them off, said they were a joke, and like who's laughing now? And you know, I love it. I love the energy of the promo. I love the energy of the match. It was a squeakity squash. Seven minutes of just destruction. I, you pretty much reacted to every spot, and your reaction of every spot that Brody Lee did to Cody was, oh, oh, like literally, it seemed like every like, second yeah. you was like, wow, oh my goodness, like just reacting every spot because Brody Lee was absolutely killing him. And right. if I, I, if Cody was going to lose it, I definitely wasn't expecting him to lose it that way. It looked like he was just hurt. G- yeah, Cody looked legit hurt. He genuinely shocked. Orange Orn got ballsy. Yeah, Orange got beat up by the Dark Orders. Brandy come out. Uh, apparently, the Natural Nightmares got beat up. Brandy comes out. Anna J. Uh, I'm about to call him Luke. Never calling you that again. Brody Lee. <laughs> Brody Lee pretty much, you know, told Anna J. You know what? Get her. <laughs> right? She, she she thinks she's safe. You think you're gonna you hug your husband and I ain't gonna get my pose on? Choke that. Get her. That's why that's exactly what I need you in here for for women interactions that we can't do. Choke get her, her out. <laughs> so yeah, great. I love it. The dark order taking over. It's it's just what a great ending. And what like I said, what a way to kind of force people to be like, you have you have no choice but to respect and take them seriously now. Brody Lee seriously now. Like I said, a lot of people were unsure. And I think this is uh, something that can make you understand that Brody Lee is, is something serious. And now it makes sense for why, you know, for uh, his followers. Now it makes sense for when he goes and he tries to pitch, join the Dark Order. It makes sense for certain more people wanting to join. Because when he didn't have anything, a title or anything to prove, like, what was the point? Mm-hmm. You just had to be a loser. Well, you... It, you can't necessarily just automatically turn losers into winners just because they're wearing your stuff. No. So you need to start, you know, getting more winners. And I think another a great way for that cult, they're obviously a cult, to get more winners uh, is for people like Brody, things like what happened with Brody Lee. So okay. great, great job, great show. I loved it. Pop. Which is, was really my transition. Let's go. All right. So we start off with... The pre-show of NXT TakeOver 13. Um, big ups Tyler Breeze and Fandango, Breeze Angle, because they are actually... Number one contender. Number one contender team. So that was we, cool. We did not... We, we wrote them off. Yeah, did not... <laughs> we did write them off. We like, they just had a shot uh, not too long ago. Yeah. We didn't really we didn't really even entertain it, but hey, cool. You know, this uh, this this what happened, right? Fandango... We did not catch the kickoff show, by the Fandango way. Fandango was the tallest person in the ring. Okay. So they had a height and reach advantage over their opponents, all of them, even Oni and uh, Danny. 
Okay, now, that's one way to look. I don't think that's why they won, but uh, I'm, 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 I'm strategically now, strategically. I don't know who they pinned. I assume it was Oni. Um, could not have been Oni, but I'm gonna say it is. But that's fine. Now that I think about what you're saying and everybody in that match, yes, Fandango is definitely a little bit bigger than everyone in the match. Uh, but either way it goes, congrats to those guys. Didn't watch the match. Don't want to act like I know anything about any spots from it. So if you guys, if it, if it's something I need to go check out because it was just breathtaking, let me know. All right. Then we opened up the show with Finn Balua versus Tim Thatcher. Why do you have such a hard time saying Thatcher? Because I don't want to say it. Okay. All right. Cool. So. Uh, Thatcher. I, I try to put an accent on it, and it never works out when I when I say it in okay. my mind. Gotcha. Yeah. Thatcher and Baylor was great uh, grappling, uh, or Balor. I've, I've heard her Balor too a lot. Baylor, Balor, whatever. Uh, what about Prince David? That, that's not this man. Virgil, 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 nah. Virgil. Yeah, because it's like it's not Virgo, it's Virgil. It's with, it it's, it's with an F. So yeah, it's Virgil, Virgil David. Yeah, that's such an Irish name. The Prince. Anyway, uh, Thatcher and, and Thatcher and the Prince was great. It was just great grappling, great striking throughout, uh, as expected from those two. Uh, Thatcher uh, again looking relentless, looking unhinged, looking insane. As he's going after a limb, Finn Balor's leg in particular, but Finn prevailed and he got his twelfth victory at Takeover, which I think is the record. Uh, you know, so kudos to Finn, uh, coup de gras, and a nineteen sixteen. That's gonna dead you every time. I like it. Uh, great match. Uh, I again, I wish Finn had more uh involvement in important, like more important things, but. It is what it is. I'm pretty sure either uh, the plans. I think I it's really. It's the whole lot for Walter. Well, yeah, I, I do think they'll definitely rehash that when they get a chance with Walter. But I also believe uh, they, 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 you can't have people like Finn on your roster and not have something uh, that he can do. You got too much talent. So I'll be surprised. But Finn, Finn always have uh, an interesting match concept, you know, for him. When it comes to takeovers, you know, they call Johnny Johnny takeover, but Finn is definitely uh, always going to be involved as long as he's uh, with NXT with takeover. So, another solid match. I enjoyed it. All right. And then we had the North American Championship ladder match, and Damian Priest won. Yes, 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 yes. I was so happy. So happy that the Archer of Infamy. Took care of business. Uh, it was a very, very. It was a tug of war kind of with him between him and Johnny Gargano in the end. And uh, I wasn't really sure. Johnny Gargano had a lot of moments. Cameron, I love the booking of Cameron Grimes in that ladder match. He popped up at so many times where it seemed like he was gonna win the title, but someone would foil him every time. Velveteen Candace. Dream did a good job of spoiling the baby faces, just spoiling people in general. Uh, he did a great job of playing that role in the match because it definitely looked like even he had a chance to win it. Uh, you know, at times. Uh, by the way, people who uh, the people who were, I think that was Vic Joseph or whatever, saying he was gonna have a hard time getting on top of the ladder. Uh, old dude squashed literally, like Bronson Reed literally squashed Johnny Gargano and poor Candice, even though Candice jumped on his back. So I guess she kind of got what she asked for. Uh, but yeah. 
literally squashed Johnny Gargano from jumping off the top of that ladder. The ladder definitely would have held up for Otis. I maintain that as a big brother. Not going to let y'all let that go. I'm not going to let that go lightly, by the way, that Mm -hmm. he broke that ladder. But anyway, uh, the ladder match was insanely good. Perfect match to be anticipating from a takeover. Sick dives, creative ladder use, Candice's involvement. Uh, You know, he also, by the way, Thick Boy also basically killed Velveteen Dream. He threw him over, pushed the ladder over the rope. And the man landed in the crowd <laughs> or through tables. That was insane. Uh, but the right guy won. You know, I'm just happy that it was the, my boy, the Archer Infamy. And uh, it was just way too many cool moments in that match to even count. So I recommend the ladder match. Another great, right. great uh, multi-person takeover match that uh, NXT love to throw these days. They're really good. All right. Then you're going to start gushing again. Because next it was Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. Boy. Was a lot, man, a lot of people had a lot of misplaced rage when that first punt kick to Adam Cole happened. I've seen a lot of people like, oh, it's not believable. Like, how would you? When, even if they, I get I give people a pass because maybe you don't know Pat McAfee was a punter. But the point I'm I'm saying cool. is is that uh, people really were insulted that he was doing something with the champion. It might be some people who hated how well he hung in there with the champion. But I don't see how you can watch a guy who's not a uh, who's not supposed to be a trained wrestler or not someone who's a uh, who was an independent star been wrestling for years. When you see somebody like that wrestle a match that great. It was just so well done. Shout out to Pat McAfee for taking it seriously. And just like I gave you a double pop for that for some of the spots I've seen. Yeah, diving off the top turnbuckle. He did like a swanton bomb on a group of people. He did uh one of the, he did a famous uh first of all he did a a a backflip off the top rope, landed on his feet and then ran up the, the top rope to superplex Adam Cole in Kurt Angle fat. Like he jumped up them. He jumped to the third rope, to the top rope from the floor of the mat of the ring and it suplex alcohol. like it was insane. It was just oh yeah, like, yeah. It was absolutely like yeah, great, wow. and his athleticism really impressed me. I've seen linemen, linebackers, all types of people who claim that. Not not saying that everybody in these positions claim that. I'm just saying I've seen people who claim that punters and kickers are not real football players. And Pat McAfee was a better athlete than a lot of other positions of football I've seen try to wrestle. Like mm-hmm. he was that much better. Then them. It was insane. It was very great. The match was worthy of a takeover. It was a great story. And uh, Adam Cole and him put together uh, the perfect match. And I loved, uh, instead of uh, using uh, his last shot, he used the Panama Sunrise to finish him, which is like a destroyer. Uh, perfect ending. Love it. Great match from Adam Cole. And it was done, in my opinion, well enough to where Adam Cole didn't even look like it was like it didn't look like a, a tough match for Adam Cole. Like he didn't he was shocked. We were all impressed by what Pat could do, but it didn't make Adam Cole look uh weak or look bad. Like I think a lot of people were worried about. So yeah, great match. It was just great. It was just great. It was really, really great to me. And definitely the he was the MVP of the night. I don't care what anyone says. Uh I don't I can't I don't know if his match was the best match of the night or not. Him and the latter match or you know, they they close in my opinion, but it's definitely the most shocking and uh, gratifying. It was a gratifying experience. Like I got to give Pat and, and Adam all the props. And Triple H, NXT, for even doing this. They they knew what he was capable of in the ring. And the people didn't know. So, 
Uh, I, I know that they they thought he did great because he didn't. I didn't. He didn't slip. I didn't see him mess up once. Good, and he was doing some risky and did, stuff. And then, yeah, he was doing risky stuff, and he did great promo. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it All was right. beautiful. We're going to move on to Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai. Ha-ha. Another great match. Still loving that rhyme scheme. Um, Io Shirai picks up the victory just when uh, Raquel, yes. I almost messed up. You almost called the government. Yes, Raquel um, thinks that, you know, oh, you you going to beat my captain. Please. Rhea Ripley comes down and confronts her, basically a stare down, um, until uh Gonzalez plays chicken or does what what what's the term for, for chickening out? Chickening out. That's pretty much what she did. Chickening yeah. out. Chickening out. All right. Uh Eos Rod and Dakota Kai had a really solid match. They had great chemistry together. Uh it, it was really they moved pretty fast with each other. They had they both had positive moments and and spots in the in, in uh it was also a NXT style match in my opinion, but also with elements of strong style. They blend a little bit of strong style in their matches and submissions in their matches a lot. But it was nice to see it uh, from Dakota Kai and Io in this situation. It was really really nice to see what they decide, what they put together. I really liked it. Uh, it was very genuine moments where I thought Dakota would win, and uh, it was very captivating towards the end. You know, once they really really was rolling towards, you know, towards the finish. And, uh, you know, obviously, Rhea and Raquel is something that we need. And, yes. obviously, I'm just glad they found something real, something for Rhea to do on TakeOver. Remember I told you the other day, I was like, I can't believe Rhea may miss a TakeOver. And they found something for her to do because they know that, you know, she's a star, especially for their brand. There's no point in her. Ever missing a, that that check that appearance fee or whatever she would get for that, but yeah, uh, great match. Io Shirai retains with the moon salt. Every time I see her do her moon salt, it just makes me think of the great Muda, and makes me want to go watch old New Japan matches and with all WCW, whatever match I find for Muda, it's Muda. Come on, like it's like, right. like my goat. Come on. All right, all right, all right. Come on, y'all. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> The main event of the evening was Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross. That's pity. You gonna give him a low pop because you didn't want him to win? Karrion Cross won. <laughs> see, no, I'm joking, see, I'm joking, that's, I'm joking. That's, joking. that's fair. That's not you're right. That's very petty. Uh this is my logic. Uh I'm not happy that Keith Lee won, but the Lakers won it last night, so it evened out. Uh <laughs> That's what I tweeted. But uh I just gonna be honest. Uh it rocked that everything about Killer Cross just screams champion, to be honest with you. So I'm not hurt or surprised. I'm pe- I'm being petty, but I'm not hurt or surprised no. really. Because uh, you know, everything about his interest, like holding the belt at the end with the smoke, I just like, yeah, it looks perfect. It, it, he was meant for that, uh, for this belt. It was it came at a weird time to me, but he was meant for. Why are you making this face? Yo, because he just it's, it's just been announced by WWE that he injured himself in that match. Who, Cross? Yes. So you're going to have to give it up? Possibly. I don't know how severe this injury is. Oh, man. So that's I'm glad you looked at that. I'm glad you noticed it. That's crazy to me. Uh, I, I don't know when he could have got hurt. I didn't see anything notably, and he still pulled off a super Doomsday C8 uh, Saito suplex. So, uh, you know, he... I don't know where he – maybe that's what hurt because Keith Lee's a, a pretty big guy. I don't know. But either way it goes, uh, 
that's unfortunate. I hope his reign isn't just over as soon as it begins because, uh, I like I said, I pretty much had wrote down he's the most he's the best booked guy I've ever seen in NXT, ever. Like I don't, uh, I've never thought of anybody who came in beat big name players like Ciampa and you know Dijakovic and now Keith Lee, in the way he's done it hasn't lost, haven't hasn't really looked weak other than moments in this match. Even though by the way it was a by the way it was a pretty good competitive match. It wasn't really a, a squeaky squash, but uh, obviously the result kind of, this is one of those matches where the result of the match shocks you and swamps you so much to where you may not even remember every uh, moment from the match, mm-hmm. if you see what I'm trying to say, because you're just still kind of shocked that they went on ahead and pulled the trigger. But yeah, it, I, I hope that injury, injury is not too uh, intense, but uh, they announced it already. They, being honest with you, they may have to, uh, you know, crown a new champion. I hope not. We'll see. But it, it and you know what kind of sucks too about that too. Everything about Killer Cross character is how much his pain threshold takes. How much he takes. If you see what I'm trying to say, mm-hmm. like he can take a lot, and he, you know, he obviously can dish it out. So uh, it's funny to me that that's that's pretty much part of his gimmick, which is uh, you know being so tough. And then now you get injured in the biggest moment. So uh, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Same thing for like Dexter Loomis. Like he's supposed to be like that. That that landing on the feet thing is supposed to be eerily creepy and nice for him. Something yeah. that he can do, unique for him. And that's where he end up getting his ankle or whatever messed times. up. Right, right. That's what messed him up. He's a big right. guy. First of all, it's like physics is why, in my opinion, that messed up too. Yes. Like not only just doing it too was, much physics. It was a little rotation in that. <laughs> exactly. It was a like, lot of rotation in that like, landing. Whoa, dude, you're pretty big. You're not supposed to be doing that. Right, right, right. All right, so let's let's wrap this up with one Prediction. question. No, no, no. One question. Oh, yeah, we do need to do this. You're right. Which title change of Saturday night shocked you the most? Was it Brody Lee taking the TNT title or was it Karrion Cross taking the NXT title? So, I'm going to I'm going to cop out even though I basically set this whole situation up for myself. I'm going to cop out because not only do I I think this is what happened. It's I wasn't shocked that Brody Lee won because I told you from the beginning I felt like Brody Lee needed this crown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was shocked. I was more shocked though, uh, by the way Brody Lee won over uh, the way uh, or the uh, over the way Killer Cross won. Mm-hmm. But I was more shocked in general <laughs> that Killer Cross won. Mm-hmm. If you get what I'm saying, if that makes sense to you guys, then I, I'm glad. I hope it does because that's that's what I mean. Like, uh, so like the in the way that they won, more shocking. Brody Lee seven minute squash match. No way, I see, no way anyone sees that coming. I don't necessarily think people see Killer Cross winning first try. You know, against how dominant Keith Lee was mm-hmm. in general. So mm-hmm. that's the reason why I go with Killer Cross being more shocking in general. But in the way they won. Bro, the Lee's way was way more shocking. All right, now, subtle transition. <laughs> That's not subtle at all. Trash. Um, we are going to predict our SummerSlam uh, card and just, you know, tell you why we think this and yada, yada, yada. So, first off, we got the United States Championship match, Apollo Crews versus MVP. I'm picking Apollo because... Um, this is my opinion on this match. I don't oh, care, nasty. and I, it has nothing to do with the, the guys involved. I like the MVP. 
like the Apollo. They may even make this, you know, watchable or, you know, decent. It's just usually what the wrestlers do. They make something out of what uh, creative has. But I told you all, I don't even know why we're having this match. I'm taking Apollo Crews also. Uh, not only, be, not not even because I well uh, anything other than that's just who's supposed to win. He is supposed supposed to win this match. There's no way MVP is supposed to beat Apollo Cruz. You don't do all that time building up Apollo just to drop his stock back down like Agreed. that. Oh, for this. Agreed. And um, I, if they're gonna keep that feud going, by the way, uh, with as far as like his involvement with the hurt business, please just give me Apollo and Bobby at some point. Yeah, that's what just, I was gonna just, say. Just, just give us that, please. Yeah, because Bobby Bobby has been dominating, pun intended, um, all of his co- opponents, and he even put Apollo on the shelf. Air quotes. Um, he almost put Cedric on the shelf. Air quotes. Um, so, yeah, I, I would rather have seen Bobby in this position, which is which is why I'm choosing Apollo. Um, a tag team match made it so Raw. The Raw Tag Team Championship, Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel. Um, this is a tough one because I want the Street Profits to continue to be champions, but I'm trying to see where this Andrade thing goes. I think uh, Angel and Andrade should win. Uh, only reason why I say that is because uh, I don't know. I'm not sure what the Street Profits do next, storyline wise. Uh, in as champions, I could be wrong and I'll be fine. I don't, I'm not. Doesn't really matter. I'm thinking we're just gonna go with those with, with new champions. Uh, I, I do want to say this. I think they chose the wrong tag team match to make the show because we've seen this match twice now. So if the Street Profits win, they're giving us something we've seen them do twice now. Yeah. But if you uh, make Angel and Andrade win, that's at least a fresh finish to mm-hmm. a match we've already seen. So. Uh, I, I suggest the heels win this. All right. Next, we got a no disqualification, loser leaves WWE match. It's Mandy Rose versus Sonya. I'm picking Mandy to win because I think Sonya needs to go away for a hot minute. Yeah, I've seen um, a poll. Someone, uh, a fan th- put out a poll and who they, who everyone thinks uh, was uh, going to uh, leave WWE, uh, Sonya or Mandy, and Sonya was up like 90 to 10. So 90% damn. to 10 out of like a like 400 some votes so and that's not a lot of, i mean it's a lot of people that's, that's, a, that's a good that's sample enough. size that's a good enough sample size right but uh yeah so you pretty much got the and nine 90 percent with 400 all right that's a lot of people who really believe that uh you know mandy's gonna stick around so i i, I agree i think I, I think i thought Sonya was gonna get shades from the jump she don't care about being bald. but uh you know they don't they both realize that that ain't gonna do anything so if it's just a regular match for who's gonna leave I think Mandy again still prevails. They get their storyline out the way, and you know Sonya may uh take a break, take a break. Uh, I I don't know. I think it'll be a great shocking finish if they uh do it the opposite way, but mm-hmm. I just don't see uh what happens long term. Okay, so what Sonya does next? She's only been obsessed with Mandy. At least Mandy has already shown that she can go forward and do other things. Some stuff with Oak. Uh, yeah, and then we already know she has stuff in place with Otis. So. You know, I, I just don't see Mandy losing. All right. Then we have a street fight between Principe Mysterio, we called it, and Seth Rollins. So they made it a street fight. Yeah. Thank goodness I asked for a stipulation from the jump. Save, save my boy. Please save Principe. Do not make uh, Principe, you know, go into this and try to make, have a straight-up mat wrestling. It's obvious who's going to win that, but in a street fight, 
I give uh, Prince of Play the edge. I'm going Prince of Play Mysterio. I think Dominic is going to get the victory. Nah. And, uh, you know, I know it's far-fetched. I get it. I'm but I think Ray, Ray got a new contract. I heard he has uh, clauses. Three that, years. You know, I heard that he has clauses. The reason why it is three years is because he, he's he's doing that for his son. He, he has clauses that he wants his son to be booked in a certain way. Not, uh, not even in a certain way, but just, you know, booked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. in book book well, they have uh, ideas, and I don't know if that if that was just something Vince signed to be like, all right, we just need Ray on the contract to so don't matter, mm-hmm. or they're gonna actually take it seriously. I think a great way of at least implying that they'll take it seriously is by giving him the win here. You ripped his, he ripped his father's out. You know, it don't have to be in a dominant fashion. It's it's a it's a uh, street fight. We already know Ray is gonna be out there. We all know Buddy's gonna be out there. Mm-hmm. So Ray can help too. It'll be nice. Father son jumping, weapons involved. Maybe I don't know. Thumbtacks. Uh, if this was AW, <laughs> bro, they love uh, those thumbtacks. Yeah, because WWE kind of shied away from the tacks, but bro, that's nasty. Instead of rare moments, but uh, but yeah. Uh, anyways, I think I'll let you guys know. Principe Mysterio is my pick. All right, so SmackDown Women's Championship match. Did you say you were going to pick Seth? I did. I okay, said I'm cool. picking Seth. Gotcha. Um, we, we, we differ there. You got any logic behind it or is it just? Um, just because I want this to be over, and if Seth runs through the whole family, then it's over. Ah, that's fair. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, I cool. love I love Principe, but, but if Seth loses, then he gets to go away and be a dad, so maybe I want him to lose now. Buddy, stick up for yourself. Turn on him. I don't know about that, but yeah. All right, so SmackDown Women's Championship. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe an Alistair Black appearance. Nah. I'm just saying it's a street fight. Maybe. What's his name? Umberto. Umberto. Um, I, I was, think they all should come out and jump. And Joe should leave the uh, table. Yes. <laughs> like, put him down. Joe should leave the table and choke him out. <laughs> put his face in the dirt. Um, There's no dirt, but still. Also, this is going to be in the Thunderdome slash uh, Amway Center. I don't know if I said that earlier or not. Um, SmackDown Women's Championship match: Bailey versus Oscar. I'm picking Oscar. Um, Bailey's lost to Oscar what twice now? Yes. Girl, you you gone? Then you lost to Nay. You gone? Uh, cool. Uh, I, I I see. I can see that. See, this is the beauty of both of these matches. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and announce Sasha too. Okay, the Raw Women's Championship match: Sasha versus Oscar. Okay, yeah. I think Sasha's gonna retain that one. Uh, I can see. I I'm agreeing with you. One of them. This is what I know. One of them will retain, and the other one will lose. In my opinion. Or. Uh, I just don't see a way that Oscar leave without a belt. If 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 that's the case, then that makes her bitter. Look pretty rough. I just don't see a way that Oscar leaves without a belt. Bailey can be oh, bitter. Oh, Oscar without a belt. My bad. I thought Not you Sasha. Said with both belts. With no. both belts. No, no, no. Because no. it'll be nice. I, that'll be the perfect little uh, feel good finish. And I think that that spells doom for Drew's belt. <laughs> if Oscar become double champion, say bye to Drew belt, you guys. Just say bye because yeah. they're not gonna give us all of that good guy prevailing like that the <sighs> no, whole night. They're not. And if that's the case, uh, if I had booked a bet, if I said Prince of is going to win, take that away from him now, too. Uh, <laughs> if, if double champion, uh, if double champion Oscar shows up. But uh, right. I, unless this new uh, character that she has been teasing, a new version of her Oscar ter- character that she was telling Japanese uh, 
I'm trying to think of the, the magazine that asked her about it. Tokyo but Sports? Tokyo Sports, I think it was. And they asked her about her, uh, you know, her uh, darker persona and would it be O'Connor. making an appearance. Yeah, would it be making an appearance because she be premiering new ways to paint her uh, face. Uh, so people think that that, uh, that may show up on, at SummerSlam. I think it would be nice if she showed up with a brand new face paint design and uh, – and maybe and do it for like the second match. That's why I think Sasha and ba- I mean Oscar and Bailey should go very first match of the night. Mm-hmm. You do that match and whatever the finish is, let it let it happen. And then you let her come out in more of her mi- mystical monster form in the second match. I, this is just the way in my dream fanboyish mm-hmm. mind, of course. Uh, she come out and she dominates. I, so that's why I always assume Oscar would just walk out with the Raw women and Bailey would find a way to survive and Sasha would not like it. But since Bailey, I'm assuming, is the person who's going to turn here, maybe it'd be the other way around. It really doesn't matter because even if I, if your theory is right and Sasha survives and Oscar goes gets the SmackDown world title, what changes? Sasha, Bailey and Sasha can still do their feud over the Raw title now. That's true. And it just switched belts. If you see what I'm saying, and they'll be on the raw show probably more often. The draft is coming up anyway, or the the, We've the been real they this. claim they claim. <laughs> let's say that they claimed the draft is supposed to be coming up anyway. So, okay. uh, I don't know, but we'll see. And uh, that's the thing. I can't give you a definitive answer because it really and one, these are one of those situations where I think it could go either way. If you see what I'm saying, because they can still they still this is that's what I think. That's probably one reason why I think they'll be booked. It. Like this, they have like so many options, and they know Vince. Vince's uh, mind can change on the dime. Like this, what this feel like? This feel like one of them. My mind can change on the dime situation. So let's give her a chance at winning both titles because I don't want to leave without a belt. But I'm not sure which one I want her to take. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? That's what it feels like. So I don't know. I don't know. But we'll see. All right. Then we have the Falls Cal Anywhere Universal Championship match between Braun Strowman and The Fiend. So, I don't know where this is going, to be honest. So, Braun Strowman, we forgot to talk about Braun Strowman trying to, like, run him over with the, the ambulance or whatever, and then The Fiend just popping up like, ah, I ain't dead. Well, he didn't try to run him over. He threw him off the uh, uh, the loading dock. Yeah, threw him off the loading, the loading thing uh, that people use on, you know, the big the big trucks and stuff, mm-hmm. and these buildings and arenas and stuff, and all of that. But yeah, threw him off that Bray Bray Wyatt. He threw Bray Wyatt, not the Fiend. Uh, Bray Wyatt off they're that, the and then uh, the Fiend shows up. Well, they're they're obviously not presented as the same because Bray Wyatt. They're obviously the same, but he presented as not being the same because Bray Wyatt was dead after he got through off the loading dock. Uh, the Fiend was laughing and sticking out his tongue. Uh, yeah, that was nasty. I'm not sure what uh what Alexa. I, I really feel like Alexa is gonna play a part in this match. It it just has to. It's the only reason why you can make that weird old uh her saying that yeah she's scared, but at the same time uh, he's scared, but at the same time what some words she used scared, but uh like either way it goes she endearing or something like that, scaring but endearing or some stuff like that, whatever. But either way it goes, she obviously has some fascination with the fiend it'd be nice that braun Strowman gets repaid for being a new venomous asshole by yeah. getting uh his ass whooped by a sister a sister alexa <laughs> sister, sister alexa, alexa. Bray Wyatt. i don't know uh it'd sister be nice with an er sister 
sister. Sister. No, Bray Wyatt is from the South. I remember the accent he started off with. Sister. No, Bray. Do you not remember who he was trying to sound like? He was trying to sound like us. His sister. sister. He was trying to sound like a Cajun man when Bray when the when the swamp. Why? Why you think it's swamp? Why? It's not just because it's Florida swamps. It's Florida it's, swamp. It's not just because though. He even he obviously supposed to be a Florida swamp boy, but his accent was very Cajun. It was. You can't tell me it we're, was. We're not talking about that. Sister. Sister. Sister Alexa. Anyway, then we have the WWE. Who did you pick to win? I did. I ain't picking nobody to win. I ain't picking nobody either. Oh well, the Fiend win. I just said that's the why thing. I said Alexa gonna get involved. Okay. You're right. I didn't say a winner. The Fiend is going to win. The Fiend. Be- I feel like don't book the Fiend in a Universal Title match. Don't ever book the Fiend in any type of match if the Fiend is not winning. Because I think the Fiend should be protected that way. I- I'm really that. I'm really like. I really would not mind him just being almost undefeatable. Like the Demon is still undefeated for Finn Balor. Like that's what I mean. I feel like the Fiend need to be like that. I know he'll never recover from the go. First of all, he that's the last time I seen him was Goldberg. Okay, yeah, he he got to win. The Fiend has to beat Braun Strowman. He's got to he got to since clinch since that Braun. victory. Braun has done a great. Braun was never supposed to be the champion. Nope. He's held it to SummerSlam. He nasty now though. Let's just do it. Right, right. He yeah, exactly. Everybody exactly. that touch touch. he's probably gonna filthy. He gonna be wrecked shopping though. You know he gonna be. I think that's what they're gonna. That's that's what they're also. That's the only thing I give him. In so, this storytelling of this story, this Braun Strowman has started to return to flip a truck, Braun. This is my issue. So I don't mind it. Who who's a baby face on SmackDown that's gonna challenge for this title, regardless of who wins? Because neither one of them are baby faces. I don't care what you say. The fiend out here sticking his nasty hand in people's mouths. They all waiting on Roman, baby. Roman ain't coming back. Both of them gonna keep the belt and they waiting on Roman. That's okay. the end game. Name name one. But you talking about what they gonna do next week? Uh, like payback? Yes. The Fiend versus Braun Strowman. <laughs> Nasty. Nasty. That's All what they gonna do. With whatever. Payback. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> the Fiend versus Braun Strowman. WWE Championship. Biggie? Maybe. Oh, Biggie. This ain't the time. This ain't the time. And I don't think. And then Biggie don't want that yet. Uh, It'll uh, be nice though. Biggie will be a great person if they want to push and build uh, them up. That's why I say you gotta give it time. Like let it, let them do it in like mania. Then let Biggie get get that get that. that I don't think they'll give us two good manias. Get that fan. Hey, I don't know, man. The way the fans be backing Biggie on Twitter, you would think that we could get us a Kofi mania for Biggie. We could get us that version of it. A lot of people don't want because like a lot of people keep bringing up him changing. I see a lot of people who really don't want him to change because Biggie made a great point on talking smack. By the way, about how. Uh, he with, was uh, a baby face, boy? and uh, no, he was the me on that. Wasn't it, Ew, no, uh, but yeah, he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, I did that serious thing, you know. I came out here, I used to, uh, you know, get born to no true, no, no cheers, no noise at all when I was trying to do the whole serious thing. He said, nope, from now on, I'm gonna be me, I'm gonna do it my way, and ever since I've been, been being me, you know, the success have been, has been, you know, constant, so. I like that uh, point because that's a great point. He had the, he has done the come out there scowling every week. Mm-hmm. He had the regular push. Fold your arm. And exactly, the fold your arm. And, and it went nowhere. So I, I like the fact that he's going to continue to be the big E that we have all come to know and love on the Twitter and in the ring. Let's get into the main event of the evening. It might not be. Fair. Might not be the last match. But it should be. It's Randy. It, it should be. Um, he yeah. might, he might push, he might push for it. 
Anyway, it's the WWE Championship match. No stipulation. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. All the rumor meal we're talking about. All of the rumor meal we're talking about. How Randy, when I say all of, I mean Dave Meltzer. How Randy was pitched to win, but now allegedly Drew got some back, and he was like, "Why would we?" They, I don't know if it was Drew. They were like, "Why would we take this title off of this strapping young man?" It's fair. <laughs> Hundred percent. But this is why I want to tell you that none of that, nothing that he has to say means a damn thing to me. Because we all know that Vince can get in there today and eat a bad salad, and he'll be like, you know what, Drew McIntyre losing. Yep. <laughs> so like any, they could have pitched it however they want. At the end of the day, it's gonna come down to what the old guy thinks. So uh, do uh, I'm sorry. I'm not. I, hey. Honestly, though, I agree with those guys. Why would you take it off, Drew? I'm with you. I'm very, very with you on that. But I want to let everyone know that I'm also not opposed to the 14 time uh, for for Randy become 14 time world champion. Yeah, he nasty it, this now. is this is what he does. Like exactly, he has done. Uh, he's in that pocket of being a great villain, the way it makes sense, and it wouldn't be a big deal if he was to beat Drew. Uh, or it, or it will be genuinely shocking, which can be good. But at the same time, I understand. I understand wanting to continue to protect Drew. But again, like you just asked about the Fiend situation, who is next if Drew prevails against Randy Orton? It's the reason why Randy Orton was the one and only clear contender mm. for his belt. Who is next as a as a heel? Or who can come? Who's coming back to challenge Drew? Hmm. Nothing exactly. No one knows. But if Randy Orton wins, we at least get Drew definitely trying to get payback. Don't they? Don't that make sense? Why payback is down next week? Mm-hmm. Drew will be getting payback for Randy Orton. So that's one rematch. They'll probably have another one at another pay per view if they were con- were to continue. So you at least got two more situations at least that could get you through a couple more months. Because at this point, let's just be honest. As far as booking goes, WWE is trying to survive. Till Survivor Series. Exactly. They're trying to survive. They're trying to survive. All right. So, I, think, uh, I think I need to throw this terminology out there. So I've been saying the word nasty this whole <laughs> this whole show um, in reference to, like, heels. So um, now whenever someone is doing heelish things, I'm just going to say that they're being nasty. You sound like a uh, my, my ex-kindergarten teacher. Anyway, that Bruh. has that has been our delightful. Don't be nasty to your partner, <laughs> to your neighbor. Bruh. Don't be nasty to your neighbor. Nasty, but you know they they've been doing some nasty stuff. Like how do you how do you kick an old man in the head? How yeah. do you kick a it's bald defi- man defi- in the head? Definition of nasty. I don't know what ball has to do with anything. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with that's, anything. That's how I distinguish but, between uh, Rick and, 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 Sean. and Sean. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. You really just could have kept it at old man. They're both old men. But uh, Rick is like really old. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just saying they both count. And you Fair. didn't have to point out the bald. You chose to point out the bald. Bald. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thanks you guys for listening. This has been uh, a very, very long but well-needed review uh, of what's going on so far. And we can give our predictions for SummerSlam. We're going to have this out uh, later on. As a matter of fact, not too long from, uh, I don't know. It, it's four in the morning. Calm you, down. It's been an hour, so it's probably about five. Nah, it's, uh, it, it was three in the morning when we started. But it wasn't like three on the dot. Uh, fair enough. It wasn't like three <laughs> on the dot. Anyway, that's not the point. Uh, 
Either way I go, you guys will see this when you see it. Uh, hopefully, you'll get a chance to listen to this before SummerSlam. But if not, uh, doesn't matter. No, catch up. We we doing this for y'all. It's a bonus episode. Take right. it, take it or leave it. Food. No, I'm just playing. Oh, I, I know. I, I said I'm just playing. Comedy style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pod style. Pod. I'm just potty. Okay. Potty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, just potty. What, what, where's our outro, bro? Huh? Where's our outro? We're done. Don't ever do that again. Yo. Why are you producing for me? I'm just telling you we done. What is there to talk about? It's an hour and 16 minutes in. What you doing? You still talking, so there must be something to talk about. Thank you guys for listening. Adios.